This is Two Guys That Talk Sports Podcast. Tonight we are talking about NFL Week 1, College Football Week 2, and AEW Wrestling. Here now are your hosts, Drew and Brad. Perfect. And you, you just fucking talk. What's up everybody? We're back at it again with another podcast. Got some great exciting news for you guys. We're on YouTube now, so y'all get to see our faces. That's not um, good. <laughs> Brad says it's not good. I'm really excited this for you guys. So you get to put a name with a face type thing. A face so, with a name. Like, okay. Face with a name, name with a face, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, we got some great topics to talk about this week. We got some NFL Week 1 uh, highlights in uh, game analysis that we're going to break down for you guys. We got some... College football, there's some big highlight games that was there. Some baseball, we're getting closer in October, so I know Brad's excited about that. So we get to go down to the nitty-gritty and talk about who's going to come out to the postseason in MLB. And, of course, we got to talk about AEW, uh, Will Federer Wrestling. There was a big, huge main event that happened. Uh, if you didn't buy the pay-per-view, I'm sorry y'all missed out. Um, anyways, Brad, let's get into it. Hey, did you actually watch the AEW pay-per-view? I watched the highlights. I ain't gonna oh, lie to you. Yeah. So I, actually, I, I, actually I, I, I didn't pay for it. I didn't I, pay for it, but I watched the highlights. I paid my $50 and a couple of buddies, and I know we're not supposed to say this, but a couple of buddies, uh, we streamed it in Discord and watched it together. It was a fun time. Um, CM, well, CM Punk, I love the debut. You do, you do that. I so. didn't know you were interested in wrestling, but that's fine. I mean, I'm a big wrestling fan. and It's cool to see CM Punk back in the ring. Uh, Adam Cole debuting. Uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, Ruby Soho. It was a good time. But uh, AEW's done... I don't know if they've caught WWE, but they're getting there. They're, they're, it's it's interesting to watch. It's not... Uh, it's not for kids like a like a WWE is nowadays. Well, didn't like some of the WWE like wrestlers go to the AEW to like like the John Cena's of the world and stuff like that? Didn't they go to yeah, AEW um, to like? Well, people like recap that. Not 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 necessarily to kind of help it out start out, but like uh, recently, Adam Cole was on was on NXT three weeks ago, and he just debuted in AEW and like. Uh, Ruby got released, and she had her no-compete clause finally um, run out. Same with Brian Danielson. No, his contract ended, um, and he was free to go wherever he wanted. And of course, CM mm-hmm. Punk's been gone for seven-plus years, so right. it's yeah. good to have it back. No, 100%. But to yeah, keep it talking 100%. about wrestling, uh, we got Big E is the WWE champion from last night on Raw. So that's kind of cool. Right, yeah. Raw is always fun, man, especially when there's nothing on sports and stuff like that. Raw is always going to be entertaining. Yeah, especially, I mean, growing up, I mean, I used to love Rock, you know, Undertaker, all those guys like that. Yeah. So just seeing these guys, like, come up and, and, and you know, start to just fuck shit up. <laughs> it's always entertaining to watch. Yeah, I was a WCW kid, so I was a big Goldberg fan of the NWO and stuff like that. More so than WWF. But uh, that's enough wrestling talk. We can We can go on something else. Can't forget about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, whatever. Rattlesnake. Anyways, moving on. College football, Brad. College football. Um, not so many big games 
uh, I mean, did, did you watch the Penn State-Auburn game? I'm not from the future, so I did not watch that game. So you didn't watch it. Cool. Well, if y'all didn't know, college game is going to be there this week. They're not going to be at the Alabama-Florida game, which a lot of people are speculating that they should have been there. But what are your thoughts on that? Uh, Happy Valley is going to be rocking, and I hope Penn State takes Auburn out because fuck the SEC. I hate the SEC. Damn. Bad well, weekend for me. If we're going, if we're going past tense, Texas got their shit rocked by Arkansas last they, week. They did. I was happy to see that too because screw Texas. Um, <laughs> and it's always it's always good to see teams that are at the bottom half of the SEC, especially get big wins like that. You don't see Arkansas on Sports Center much with the big wins, so that was cool right. to see. Right. Was it wasn't like Texas ranked too? I think they were ranked uh, like seventh they, nation or something. They were ranked, but now they're just rank. So that's good. Um they they beat Louisiana first uh first game of the year. They were ranked before that game, but beating them kind of pushed them up a little bit higher than they really deserve to be. So glad to see they're right. not ranked now. Yeah, Arkansas kind of did that to them to make sure that that wouldn't happen. Yeah. I want to I want to bring a question uh, for you, Brad, to kind of hear your thoughts about this, right? What's up? What's up? So I saw this post on on uh, Instagram where Deion Sanders, you know, he's a, he's a head coach of JSU, Jackson State University, for those who don't know. Yeah. Um, he was asked, like, how does he feel about lower teams – going to play like the power five schools during like those weeks or whatever. And would Jackson state ever play? And his answer was they're sellouts. And the reason why they're sellouts is why would you want to put your, put your kids through that where they could get injured, psychological things could start happening in their brain because like, you know, you're just getting like punished really bad yeah, we know you're going to get money and all this other stuff like that for your school. But at the same time, it's just like he feels like they're sellouts because, like, instead of just playing within their league, playing within, like, that situation, you know, why why do that? Well, my rebuttal to that was because what happens if you're, like, an app state of the world and you go in there and beat Michigan? You know, that could be, like huge for you and your program because you beat a big power five school and then now you're getting all this like publicity and stuff like that i never thought i would ever see app state play like on national vice television like you know big games but now they're actually like really really good so i'm curious to see what your thoughts are on it and kind of like what you're going to take on this situation and this topic well starting off with app that was a step from them being fcs which they were back then now they're fbs now they're they're borderline a ranked program, uh, and probably should be ranked. Um, one would argue, but and they're probably the best team in North Carolina, to be to be frank. Um, but the the thing with small schools playing big schools, that's the risk you run. You get that big paycheck, yeah, but you never know. Like Jacksonville State this weekend, going to Florida State and pulling off that big dub. Um, I know Florida State hasn't been the best in 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 the national uh, perception, but um, mm. a, a small school like that can go and beat anybody. It, that's why they don't play the games on paper. You know, they play them on the field. So I don't. I I, I get what Dion's saying because 
it is a big deal when you're playing with what what are the, the smaller schools have 40 some scholarships is that right yeah and you're going up against schools that have 80 90 um so you know and then you got to worry about injury too Brad that's, that's another thing. You that's gotta, every game. That's that's any sport. You're gonna. You're I know, but it's at the very start of the season. I guess what he's saying. It's very at the very start of the season. I mean, what's the difference in 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 playing a game against Jackson State or playing against Notre Dame? Like you, there's a chance. How many ACL tears? I've torn my ACL. It was non-contact. Most ACL tears are non-contact. You can do that walking down your steps. You know, walking, doing anything, you can tear tear a knee up. Like, the, how many, how many, how many running backs have the Ravens lost in practice? Yeah, you know, um, and and I think the if you're gonna if you're trying to say that the bigger teams have better athletes and bigger athletes, I don't know about that either because you have all kinds of talent everywhere. It's it's not like it was back in the seventies and eighties. Everybody, it seems, every offensive line in the country averages 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", 350 pounds across it. You don't see – the athlete has, has stepped its game up overall since back then. No, that's facts, dude. That's facts. Um, I was trying to figure out who Toledo played uh, last week. It was like a cupcake game, apparently, but they almost won. Um, one, uh, lost one, to lost to a field goal. One would argue that Toledo itself is a cupcake game. Interesting. But They're actually pretty good this year. Uh, it's it's all perception. It's all um, where you are and what you're looking at. Like to to Alabama, Toledo is a cupcake game, but to uh, Campbell, Toledo is, they're the cupcake game, you know. Oh, 100%. They played Notre Dame, and they, Notre Dame only won by a field goal. Yeah, but that's, is Notre Dame overrated? Because they almost lost to Florida State week one. They should have lost to Florida State week one. And then Florida yeah. State took a dump on the field in Jacksonville State, so. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I, I was just curious because, I mean, like, and then, like, the thing is, like, what's going to happen once all these schools start merging into these, like, big, huge, like, conferences? Like, you heard the news on the other day. I think I texted you about it, about, like, how they're doing these super conferences now with, like, um, like the Pac-12 and all our stuff like that. And then how the big, big, big 12 or big, is it big 12 or big 10? The Big 12 added Houston, Brigham Young, yeah, Big 12. Uh, Central Florida, and Cincinnati um, just to bring them back into the conversation of remaining Power 5 um, because I think I think for a little little ways there it looked like they were going to be falling apart and the, the leftovers going places. But it seems right. solidified there. But the thing, like you talk about, that's a big move by bringing Cincinnati. That's a huge move by bringing Cincinnati. Uh, it is, it is for for football, um, and and UCF. They're all big football names, but they have to maintain that success and and help bring others up because you you're already looking at a conference with Kansas who is going to storm the field when they beat South Dakota. 
like they did last week. Um, yeah. But what about why thing, didn't they bring East? Why didn't they bring East Carolina? I think it's the market. East East Carolina is a small market. They're they're arguably um, the fifth or sixth best program in North Carolina. When you look at uh, they're they're behind App State. They're behind NC State. I I guess I guess they're behind State. I don't know. Um, State shit to bed this weekend too. But um, they're behind Carolina. They're behind Wake Forest. Maybe put them on par with Duke. Um, and if you're talking, if you're talking close, I mean, Coastal is miles ahead of East Carolina now. So I think, and ECU also doesn't play. They don't play basketball at any competitive level. So I don't. Yeah. I I think they were probably like the ninth or tenth team in line for a Big Twelve invite. Um, I th- I think the next two, if the Big Twelve does move to add two more, is probably going to be Memphis and Boise State. Would be my guesses. Ooh. Okay, but, but why did they already add Boise State already, though? Well, you're looking at multiple sports, not just football, with this because like you're adding Cincinnati's always in the tournament in in, in uh, basketball. They're bringing a big a big name in Ohio. What the number the second biggest school in Ohio behind Ohio State? Yeah. Um, Central Florida is actually the biggest school in the country is in terms of uh, student body. Like they're the largest. Yeah, um, no, I agree with you on that. And they're they're not as good in in basketball or what say, but their football program has been power or uh, playing a New Year's New Year's Day games for the last ten years. Um, and as far as BYU, Are they, they bring good in baseball too. Uh fairly, but yeah. with BYU, you're bringing the whole the the Mormon group, the whole religious crowd with that. And that fits yeah. in with Baylor and TCU and all and their their religious beliefs and all, but uh, you know, I think they're they're all four of them are big are a good fit. The problem I have about the SEC bringing in Oklahoma and Texas is they're not always going to keep like Texas can barely win in the Big Twelve the last ten years. What's going to happen? Like somebody's got to lose these games. Like yeah, you got Oklahoma and Alabama and. Auburn and Georgia and Florida and all clashing every week, but somebody's got to lose these games. Like they're not all going to stay in the top ten. Somebody's going to have to drop down. Well, That's then you got like the Missouri's of the world. South Carolina hasn't been good since God knows when. Tennessee no, since Spurrier left, basically. Tennessee hasn't been good. Vanderbilt. When when the last time you seen Vanderbilt ever make it to the even SEC championship or ever make it into, uh, I mean they maybe in bowl games, but like when have you seen Vanderbilt do good? Well, that's the thing, right? Like the 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 way the SEC set up now, even before they added, like before they added Texas and Oklahoma, like they're they've had top ten top ten teams that don't even sniff the champ the conference championship. Like yeah. Texas A and M, perennial top ten team, don't have a shot because they're going to lose to Alabama. Chances are they're going to lose to Alabama every year. Um, and they're actually with, good. <laughs> no, they're always very good. Um, same with Auburn. Like you're, you're Mississippi gonna, State is a sneaky one too that we forgot about Mississippi, too. Mississippi State ain't even sneaky. Like they've had quite very high quality players, um, first round picks, starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Dak Prescott, uh, Montez Sweat from yeah, the, Montez the Sweat. F- yeah. from the football team, um, 
<laughs> several several others that aren't coming to mind, but uh, the SEC is so top heavy um, that there's going to be good teams that finish go six and six. And how is how is Auburn going to like going six and six every year? It's not going to. Do you think? Do good. you think some SEC schools are going to leave? I don't know. Leave. There's too much money for them to leave. That's like, what I'm saying. Like you're making a lot, lot of money. But uh, like it would. Do you think they're gonna get up? It would detract from like like everybody's saying Clemson and Florida State leaving the ACC to go to the SEC. Why? Like Clemson's do- dominates the conference, can punch right. their ticket to the playoff every year. Florida State's five hundred at best um, since Jimbo left the Florida State team. Ran in the SEC. Ran. Ran. Yeah. And that's not to say Florida State can't get back to that, but. Um, they haven't been good since James Winston was there. Yeah, since Jimbo left. I mean, and we're talking about Florida State, who won a national championship seven years ago. Like, it's not like we're talking about a team that hasn't won one since the '80s. Florida State's right. been very good very recently. But right. I just don't understand why everybody would want to go to the SEC when you can make money in other conferences. You know. Well, the reason why I guess it's like national TV. Um, yeah, I mean, televised, yeah. televised games. It's that ESPN deal, big ESPN. Uh, yeah, ESPN deal. Because like the only time you really see Texas is like when they play Oklahoma in that little Red River rivalry. Well, Texas you don't on, really see Texas on TV every week. You just gotta find them. Yeah, no, but you know, I'm talking about as far as like big televised games. Uh, but that that's more or less because the Big Twelve as a whole has only been Oklahoma for the last. Ten years or more. Well, basically since nineteen ninety four. Baylor used to be good too. Uh, Baylor's Baylor's had its times, um, but they haven't been good since RG three left, though. No, they had all those uh, allegations of what was it? Coaches running kids to death, and and they're having like thing doing off the field things they shouldn't be doing. And whatnot. Wasn't it like one of those things like with women too? Like how they were like They had a Louisville situation going on. Yeah, that's what I was saying, yeah. 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 We'll leave it at that. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just curious to see your thoughts on it because I know like college football in the next five years is gonna change tremendously. Yeah. And like you said, there's gonna be only four conferences in, in the whole entire realm of college football. No, you still won't have the 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 Big Twelve will be alive. The Big Twelve okay. will be fun, but we're we're gonna have there's still gonna be five power conferences, and I think what's gonna happen, the AAC to make themselves the sixth conference, they need to go on and grab App State, Louisiana, go on and grab Coastal. Uh, they've already got. Do they have no Charlotte's in, in conference? Say grab Charlotte. Charlotte's on the way up too. Yeah, um, I was gonna say yeah. Yeah, and they need to solidify themselves as the next big conference. Because they got some heavy hitters. Those big three that they that they're going to lose with Cincinnati, UCF, and potentially Memphis and Houston. Um, well, they already lost Houston, but potentially uh, Memphis. They got to replace them. Yeah, and they can easily replace them with Coastal and App. Damn. Yeah. That's like that's just like two of the big schools that you want to replace already. And then could you imagine just seeing those headlines of those games, seeing Coastal and App play against each other every year? Oh yeah, well they they they're 
They're in the same conference now. They're both in the Sun Belt. I know, but they technically do. But I'm saying, like, they'll play each other multiple times, I feel like. Then just uh, I, Don't they play each other just once now? Everybody does in football. Nobody plays twice unless you play in a championship game. I guess. Um, but, I'll, look at me yeah, I'll look at you <laughs> however I want because we need to talk about week one of NFL football. Um, All right, that's what, fair. What, we can go ahead and transition to that. Yeah, what what uh what we'll go by division instead of specific team, but what division okay. uh jumped out to you as having the best week one? NFC. No, the NFC West. The NFC West did. I, I can see that. Yeah. I would say. I mean, Truthfully, even though they went two and two in their games, the AFC North really surprised me. Like with what the Steelers and all them. Like the Steelers going and beating Buffalo, like they did. Yeah. Uh, what about the Ravens? Cleveland showing that they can hang with with Kansas City. Dude, that was um, an intense game to watch. Holy yeah. shit! That uh, was an intense game. Cincinnati, to watch. Cincinnati showing life and beating the Vikings. Yeah. Um, and the Ravens, even with all the injury problems they've had, still going and, and having a shot to beat the Raiders um, overtime game there. And I thought Derek Carr threw the game away with that, that pick, but it ended up not working out for him. So who who would you say would be the most surprising team coming out of week one that you think is like, damn, they're good. Um, Watch out for them. Truthfully, and, and I know this hurts, um, because it, it happened against my team, but the Eagles looked really good against the Falcons. And I don't know if it's because the Falcons' D is trash, but uh, the Eagles looked really good. They looked really fast, that offense. Devontae Smith looked like the real deal. He Maybe he's going to back up what he said. He says the best receiver out of Alabama, so maybe he was. Um, Do you think Julio looks washed after you saw what happened in Tennessee? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. I think that's more of the the offense that he's going to because he's not the number one. AJ Brown's the number one, and right. you're it's hard. You're hard pressed to be a big time receiver on a team with Derrick Henry. So maybe right. the, maybe it's a little rust. The Titans without their head coach, um, or without the offensive oh, coordinator Arthur Smith leaving. I think about that. Yeah, yeah. New, new OC. Yeah, um, work out the kinks. You know. I had to wear this shirt because the only team that did not disappoint me this weekend was my high school, uh, person high school. They found they they, they won, uh, state shit the bed, the Falcons shit the bed. So I had to rep this. Well, I mean, the Patriots didn't do that much work against Tua. They yeah. strip fumbled, got strip fumbled three times. Damian Harris couldn't do shit. But the, people say make an excuse. Oh, the Miami defense is known for no. That you, you should have ball control. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. I rest my case. I mean, Tua didn't look that good either to me. Well, he did enough to win. Yeah, I mean, so, I guess. Got to control those balls. Jones actually looked very good. I was actually impressed with them. Yeah. His poise was like incredible for a rookie. So I'm super impressed with that. He did a good job catching that L. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but still, he's a rookie. He's going to catch a lot of L's. Um, rookie quarterbacks, speaking of which, uh, all of them played pretty good, the ones that played. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, even though he lost, 
He did throw three touchdowns. Three picks, he did throw three picks. But you got to catch up that speed. Zach Wilson played very good for the Jets. Um, even though he they lost. Um, like I said, Mac Jones. I was really impressed with him. Mac um, Jones didn't do that either. Yeah, even in limited uh, action, Trey Lance threw a touchdown pass yep. for the Niners. And then, Bills came into the game, too, and yeah. ran a couple. And They should have, honestly, that third and six where Andy Dalton threw that interception in the zone, they should have left Justin Fields in, honestly, to me. Was there more I of a... Like- was there more of a disappointing division than the NFC North? Mm, AFC South. AFC South. Oh, you got the Texans winning big. I mean, it's a division game. That kind but of that's counts. about it, but, though. But look, the, the NFC North, you got the Packers doing whatever God knows what they were doing against the Saints. <laughs> uh, the Vikings Do you think Aaron Rodgers did that on purpose? I, Do you think he did that on purpose? There's a, there's a part of me that thinks he did, but he... He was so close to retiring this offseason, I'm I'm not sure he even prepared properly for the year. So maybe it was him trying as hard as he could, you know. But, I, I mean, bro, we he know bad. Aaron Rodgers last year to this? Yeah, he looked bad. Come um, on, man. My favorite call from that game was Drew Brees. After Jameis Winston throws a long touchdown pass, he says, <laughs> yeah. he says, maybe this is what the Saints have been missing the last couple of years. <laughs> Talking trash about his own little noodle arm. <laughs> I mean, as, as, a Fal- as, a, as a Falcons fan, I can't hate Drew Brees. I don't know what it is. I just can't hate him. I saw that. Dude, Jameis Winston. All right, so do you think it was more of Jameis Winston doing great? Or do you think it was less of the Packers just Look, wetting the bed? James Swinson is a talented quarterback. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to talk bad about James Winston. The man won a Heisman Trophy. He threw five thousand yards in a season in the NFL. Like yeah, he threw thirty picks that same year, but um, <laughs> he threw the ball a lot, and they threw the ball too much almost because they they ran they didn't run the ball at all. But I think. With the the Sean Payton marriage, the Saints are going to be really good, especially if Michael Thomas can get his his act together. Oh, you know? dude, that's what I was thinking. I was like, damn, if Michael Thomas runs the deep balls like how he does and runs those little slant routes, dude, they're going to be dirty. I laughed so hard at this comment, but someone said, no lie, they said. Jameis Winston should pay half of his contract to the person who ever fixed his eyesight. <laughs> uh, maybe he can take him out to a nice lobster dinner. <laughs> I was like, what? That was so funny, man. I thought that was hilarious. But needless to say, I mean, he's he did phenomenal, man. Put 33 points against the Packers. like, And then... I want to I want to dive in deep with that freaking Browns and Kansas City man, like their defense was exposed by Baker. Yeah, Baker's he's starting to prove that maybe he is a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, um, and ever, ever since he did the little crotch grab against Kansas back in college, I've been a fan <laughs> of his. So uh, good for Baker. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they didn't want to shake his hand. He was just like, 
he showed him up, and he it's Kansas. I mean, what has Kansas got to do to get some respect? Right. What puts some respect on his name for me is when he freaking took the Oklahoma flag and put it on Ohio State's like freaking. Yes, I was. And then speaking of, of Ohio State, they got smacked by Oregon this yeah, week. Oh, that was that was fun to watch. That was fun to watch. And some somebody left a a rubber ducky in the middle of the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was fun to see. Um... Oh man, that was hilarious. It's 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 looking like uh, Oregon might have be a legitimate contender for a playoff spot. Uh, How many did they push it to six this year, or do they still four. keep it at four? It's still four. Um, probably going to be Alabama, uh, maybe Georgia with one loss. Yeah. Clemson, Clemson, and Ohio State are not by any means out of it, though. I mean, they can if they go into if they go into the rest of the way, one loss, they're probably going to be in. Um, Oklahoma's so, got the inside track. I want to ask you this. I know we're getting off a tangent on the NFL, but I want to ask you this, right? Because I'm curious to see your mindset on this on this college committee, okay? Mm-hmm. So, if you had an undefeated – if you had an undefeated Coastal Carolina, right? Because I can see them going undefeated. Undefeated Cincinnati, right? And then you had undefeated Bama, one loss Clemson, one loss Ohio State, one loss Georgia. Who would be in the four? Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, and Ohio State. Um, so maybe you would, maybe like, an undefeated Cincinnati, maybe. But I was not. about to say you would put an undefeated Cincinnati in there. No, no, just. Beating beating teams like ECU and uh, the rest of the AAC don't do it for me, you know. Not when you got a team like Ohio State who's going to be playing teams like Oregon, Wisconsin, Penn State. Michigan is good this year, apparently. Uh, Michigan State. They got, um, they got their quarterback. Minnesota, like they're 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 playing the cream of the crop, and Clemson not necessarily does, but they I mean they did play Georgia. Um, it's not their fault South Carolina's ass, um, and it's not their fault the ACC is ass. Um, well, what about, I was about to say North Carolina? I mean, North Carolina doesn't look pretty good anymore. Yeah, they, they definitely took a hit. But maybe Virginia Tech is, is really, is for real. Dude. So, who dude. knows? I'm so happy you brought them up, dude. They look freaking good. Yeah. So... Yeah. Sorry for being excited about that. Yeah, you were, <laughs> you were randomly excited for Virginia Tech. But they just—they haven't been good since Vic or Marcus Vic. They've been—they've been to—they've been, to, been to what the Sugar Bowl in the last ten years without either one of those. No, they, I'm just saying, like, I think I'm talking about like I think national you're, presence. I think you're forgetting about the Tyrod Taylor days. They—they they had a good team with Tyrod oh, Taylor. Oh yeah, I did yeah. forget about Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I did forget about Tyrod Taylor. Who had a big yeah. game for Houston this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars? Right. I um, mean, dude, I can't believe. Like, do you think? All right, so they're already calling for Urban Meyer's name right now in Jacksonville. Yeah, I don't think I don't know that he was the right hire. I was gonna say, how long do you think he's gonna last in Jacksonville? If you could predict his timeline, I mean, he'll get a year for sure. It's still they're still the Jaguars, even if they got Trevor Lawrence. Um, I still am of the opinion that I would have kept Gardner Minshew. 
and traded out of that number one pick and accumulate talent around him um, instead of taking Trevor Lawrence in that spot. But I don't know. How do you think? How do you think he, this is going to shake up with the Eagles with Gardner Minshew being over there and Jalen Hurts? If Jalen Hurts is going to keep playing like he's playing, then uh, it doesn't matter who the backup quarterback is because Jalen Hurts is going to be the guy. Um, he was balling Sunday. One thing I wanted to bring up back about Tyrod Taylor is he played a full game with the Texans without a sexual assault charge or any allegations brought up against him, so that's good. (laughs) He also balled out. He did. He did. Uh, I think we're not – I think we didn't give the Texans enough credit. Maybe they are decent. I don't know. Maybe it's just – or maybe it's the Jaguars are trash. Who knows? Um, also, you got to think about too. Who's the Texans' star? They don't have a. They don't have a star anymore. No, no. But the the Jaguars lost fifteen games last year for a reason. So maybe it's their fault. Who knows? Well, do you think they'll do what what Cincinnati did with Joe Burrow? I mean, he got hurt, but yeah, he got hurt. But do you think that they'll try to like wiggle their way out into getting like somebody like? a receiver or something like that that can help Trevor Lawrence? Because, I mean, is his receivers really that good? I mean, they got um, – who's that boy that came out of Ole Miss with um, A.J. Brown? Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, but he's there. Um, I can't even pronounce the other dude's names. I know I would butcher them. They got D.J. Shark. That's the only receiver yeah. that I know. And then that that chalk chalk guy, DJ Shark. I just said his name. Oh, you already said it. you just <laughs> said his name. <laughs> um, yeah, him. That's the only name I can pronounce. And then that Chinook guy or something like that. Laviska Le- Chinault. Yeah, Chinook. Yeah, him. <laughs> That's about it. I he needs like a breakout receiver. I feel like he's like. Missing that piece. And if he gets that piece, he'll be fine. Because at Clemson, he had, like, a lot of good talent around him. Yeah, I mean, it's Clemson. You know? Hell, he had fucking Hunter Renfro for, like, two years look, of his... Look, Trevor <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, the one thing that, that bothered me about uh, him coming out of college, this week was the first regular season loss of his life. He never lost a regular season game at Clemson, nor a regular season game in high school. So he's going to have to take a lot of losses being a Jaguar. And yeah. how's he going to be able to uh, res- respond from losses week to week? It's going to be something. How is he going to take them? Yeah, how's he going how's to take he gonna them? Take him? <laughs> That's what I'll be worried about. Yeah. Like, how is he going to respond? How is he going to take If you never lost before your whole entire life, and you just lost yeah. recently, how are you going to take it? Yeah, he's gonna have to have to prove that he can bounce back. I think he can. I mean, he's obviously a talented quarterback, you know. Um, but we'll see. Did he, uh, when you watched that game, did he look good? I did not watch Were that you... game. It was not on my TV. Oh. Because okay. you couldn't pay me to watch the Jaguars and the ti- the Texans play football. <laughs> um, my uncle, watched... used to, my uncle used to say this all the time. But if they were playing in my backyard, I wouldn't walk out on the porch to watch them. Damn. Not even with Maurice Jones Drew and the boys back then. Oh, back then, yeah, that's different, but not now. 
I'm not going to watch probably the probable teams that are going to pick one and two in the draft next year. Play. True. True. So. Speaking of one and two teams, do you think the Indianapolis Colts are falling in that line because of the way Carson Wentz played? Who I, do you think won that trade between between uh, the Eagles and and the uh, Indianapolis Colts? I mean, it all depends. Like how he play, how if he stays healthy, he's proven he can play, um, but he hasn't proved that he can stay healthy. Um, and it's just one game; it's his first game in Indy, so we need to give it a little bit of time. But um, mm. he's got to prove he can stay healthy for the long haul. If not, I mean the Seahawks look damn good against yeah. him, man. They looked, and they got a plethora of running backs too in Seattle too. Yeah, and it. That's one of those things you just gotta wait and see it out, because you don't you don't know maybe just Seattle matched up well against them. It's yeah. a, it, you have to take it week to week. It's a long season, the longest ever. I did want to ask you. Games. Yeah, no, I did want to ask you this. Who do you think is gonna be like a, a sneaky team? Somebody that's gonna like come out this year and like wow you. A sneaky team? I don't know if it's sneaky because they've got the most uh, Super Bowl wins in NFL history, but. That Steelers defense is for real. Yeah. Um, and adding Najee Harris to that offense with Deontay Johnson and Juju and Ben's last shot, you know they're going to try and do everything they can to get him another ring before he goes out. I think yeah. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is going to be good. Um, Najee Harris didn't do anything last game, though, nah, right? He, I mean, yeah. he didn't, but he's a rookie, you know, first game. As we've said with Trevor Lawrence and all these other guys, it's the first game. It's going to take some time to to get uh, get your bearings and all. So true, yeah. true, hundred percent. But he doesn't have to worry about Tom Brady anymore being in that conference. So hell, that conference is wide open. No, it, it is. Um, the division is going to be harder to get out of than I think the conference. Um, they proved they're better. They they proved they can beat the Bills this week. Yeah. Um, now, as long as you can beat the Chiefs. They're the only, like, big-time team left in there. I mean, the Chargers, they won. Are they going to be good? Is Herbert going to step up? I was about to say, is Chargers going to be good? Because yeah. I don't know if Herbert's going to be, like, that dude that's going to mm-hmm. take him. Oh, I, I love He's going go to he's gonna take love, him to the playoffs, but I don't oh, think he's going to be that dude to take him over to hump. He's, he's gotta, I think he's 23. It's the second year in the league. Um. And he's he's big, fast, strong kid, and I am a fan of Justin Herbert. I, I know own, you are. I own him in every fantasy league I'm in. I need him to I be. Know you too. I need him to be that guy. <laughs> Speaking of fantasy, man, my team has been trash hey, these past couple. The, I think sleeper week. sleeper needs to give out an award for the fastest team to have a filled up IR because I have three guys on the IR already. <laughs> Dude, but I never thought my team was gonna be this trash. Like when I drafted my team, I was like, "Damn, I'm gonna have a good, solid team this year." Nope, all these guys got injured, and I'm just like, "I have nothing to trade nobody. I can't trade anybody. Nothing." I told you I'll take Kyle Pitts off your hands. I told you give me something good, but you won't give me a receiver. I I got Corey Davis sitting waiting for you, big time receiver. Don't do shit. He had 24 fantasy points this week. Ooh, two we touchdowns. Got Lamb, Calvin Ridley, and somebody hey, else. DK Metcalf, and you're not having any of those three, so you can go screw yourself. Exactly. So what? Yeah. I, oh, 
You're not having Kyle Pitts for some potatoes. Hey, Corey Davis ain't a potato. He's twenty, a 25-year-old first-round pick receiver who's going to be the best receiver on a team with a rookie quarterback that wants to throw the ball. That doesn't run. They can't, are going to be playing from behind, and they ain't got a running game. So I think I made a good pitch there. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, we'll, see. Think. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Till, we'll wait till week two and see what that if he does. If he's consistent, but I want CD Lamb. You ain't getting CD Lamb. I'm sorry. Listen, you gotta, see, what's he going for CD Lamb? You got to give me Pitts and somebody else for CD Lamb. I give my left nut for CD Lamb if I had to. Well, I want the right one. <laughs> <laughs> you hear this, CD Lamb? I'll give you my left testicle for you, man. That's a little sus, my guy. It's a little sus, but that's how desperate I need a receiver on my team right now. I dropped too many damn running backs that are fucking injured. Yeah. I think that's a good place to Are you even in a dynasty league or a keeper league? This is dynasty league, but we got our first year of a dynasty league here. God bless. I'm gonna be fucked. Yeah, this is gonna be the first year I'm probably not gonna make it to the playoffs. Uh, luckily for us, we're in an eight-team league with six playoff teams, so uh, we should be all right. Yeah, for you, I mean, Maybe. shit. I lost week one too, but we'll yeah, see. I know. But you didn't get the 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 best. What was it? The best manager or some shit like that? You got the best manager. And I looked award. it up. And I was like. Oh yeah, that was the you can score the lowest points, so you need the most improvement. I'm like, bitch, I don't need to hear that fucking shit. Yeah, my, my guy here scored the least <laughs> amount of points in the league and had nobody on his bench that could have outscored anybody in his lineup. Right. You're the only one that didn't bring him under. Total scored fifteen points. That's bad. That's bad. Oh my god. But uh that's I think horrible. that's probably a good place to to lay off the first ever video podcast. Of two guys talk sports. Where you you, you think it was a, a success? I think it was pretty good. <laughs> uh, it's gonna take some getting used to. You never once looked at the camera. I will say that. Hey, it's all good, man. I'm just here <laughs> for a good time. So yeah, if you here. don't see my eyes looking at the camera. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. But I'm just here for a good time. Not a long and time. Not a long time, exactly. Yeah. But guys, if y'all have any tips. Or tricks about this damn fantasy on Sleeper. Help your boy out. Because my teams are trash. Okay? Yeah. So I need some help. Yeah. We'll leave it It's going to be a long season for me, I feel like. Because every single person that I drafted somehow got injured or doesn't want to play. It's one of those two. Yeah. You drafted them. So you. I drafted them, but I think they're going to get injured in practice. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Hopefully, uh, ho- hopefully, uh, what's that boy out of uh, San Francisco? Um, is it Elijah Mitchell? Yeah, hopefully, Elijah Mitchell. If you're hearing this damn podcast, I need you to run two or three hundred yards per game, okay? And I need you to have three or four touchdowns. And you'll probably okay? still lose. <laughs> Jimmy G, just don't throw the ball at all, okay? I just need you to, because in that league, freaking Ryan Fitzpatrick just broke his damn hip and screwed me over in fantasy. That's what you get for having Ryan, relying on Ryan Fitzpatrick. 
I drafted Justin Fields thinking he would outbeat the Red Rocket or the Red Rifle, whatever you freaking the call Red him. Rocket. Why do you, you you host a fantasy football podcast and yet you still drafted Justin Fields and Ryan Fitzpatrick as your quarterbacks? Get out of here, my guy. That's I it. That's it. That's it. Have a good I'm night. We're done. We're, right we're done. We're cutting it. Y'all have a good night. I'm Brad. I'm true. Later. Peace. Peace.